0: Welcome back to Baytown Engage. Today, I have the amazing, the beautiful Lori Rumfield with me. She is the director of Community Impact with United Way, Greater Baytown, and Chambers
1: County. How are you? Oh, so blessed. So blessed to be with you and <laughs> just excited to be here. Well, thank you so I'm much for what coming. a podcast is. Yes, so. <laughs>
0: yes. Well, I'll give you a quick crash course afterwards, okay. but I really want to say thank you so much for agreeing to come. With this particular series, we're dealing with COVID in Baytown and with United Way, you in particular, you've done so So much for Baytown and the surrounding areas dealing with COVID from the moment it hit and everything started shutting down. So please tell me, how has COVID directly impacted your life and also how has impacted your job going forward?
1: Well, you know, when the word COVID came out, Mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of people, it was just the thing that they heard on the news. And at my church, we had 13 people that were diagnosed at the beginning of March with COVID. And uh, so very quickly, our church jumped into action and started praying for each other but one of the one of the people that was diagnosed was one of our dearest, dearest friends and he was best man in our wedding. Oh, wow. So Sorry. he recently got out of the hospital but it was after 70 days of being in the hospital and flatlining. 70 days? Yes. Wow. And it took a tremendous toll on him and his family and if it wasn't, you know, I just love God so much and just am surrounded by people that love and pray and so it is only by the grace of God that he was pulled through. And just by all the prayers and he is alive and he will live. Good, um, good. Um, God brought him through, but he still has a lot of recovery to go. And that's the
0: longest case that I think I've heard of anyone being down. I know they always said, I for 14 days and then you get tested again and then they check on you know, I want to say weekly we had a guest who had COVID it was a daily check on how you're feeling what's going on but I know for her she said she was down for about a month month and a half to yeah. feel back to normal but 70 days is a very long time yeah he said he
1: flatlined a few times he, he flatlined at least once I mean they say he was dead for two minutes and it was the amazing nurse and and all the hospital care that he received but the nurse just started doing CPR broke his ribs and brought yeah. him back to life and they uh, you know and my dearest friend who was my matron of honor in my wedding is his wife and and she's okay she didn't she's okay, okay but for that entire time that he was in the hospital she couldn't go see him the and,
0: isolation
1: and yeah. she had to quarantine and uh, so she's at home and her her grown son is at home with her and they're praying and she gets news from the hospital once a day so she has the rest of the time to let your mind go crazy and go Absolutely. wild and, and so that's so
0: difficult because during this time you know life is still happening and you have people who are with child have to go for their visits they can't have their loved ones with them to go those to the visits or we've had people pass away and the services have been limited either online they're live streaming it or only a few can go in at a time and it, it takes away from the grief takes away from the support you usually would get like if your loved one's in the hospital your husband and your wife you want to be by their side holding their hand doing something for them it, this situation has totally isolated you to where like you said your mind's going wild because you feel totally helpless totally helpless so you had that happen to you very personally but in your line of work and what you do for the community with United Way, which everyone knows is community based organization you've had to be out there I've seen you in photos organizing <laughs> food drives and so tell me what have you had to do on the end of worrying about your great friend and now serving the community
1: well so So what that brought to light, and I was so blessed to go through that experience, is to realize what a threat COVID was. So that being said, understanding that the agencies and having to shut down and do business in a different way and do it virtually, just being very empathetic and compassionate, working with all of our agencies, our funded partners that are part of the United Way, that donors, if it wasn't for the donors that donate the money, then the agencies are able to continue serving in the community. So just going that course, and then I also have an amazing CEO who just immediately on the spot when COVID hit, understood, one, what I was going through, but then also understood that the same was going to be rippling through our agency. So making sure that we started doing weekly calls, Zoom call-ins with our agencies and seeing what it was that they needed. And right off the bat, one of the agencies said that they needed masks. So we were getting masks. The homeless shelter needed a thermometer, one of the no-contact thermometers. So very quickly, we were putting the word out that we needed the thermometers, and so as we started realizing what the needs were, we were doing everything we could it just right. jump, jumping on it. But we also, under the Be Well Baytown initiative, collaborate with Hearts and Hands Pantry of Baytown, and Nikki rincon is the executive director for the Hearts and Hands Pantry. And under Be Well, we were doing you know maybe two, three mobile food fairs a month, and each quarter maybe serving during normal people. life, yeah, during right. normal life. The COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Then COVID happened. And kudos to Nikki, immediately just figuring out, okay, we've got to do things, we've got to do business a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And working with the Houston Food Bank and just seeing what the safety protocols were and how to serve. And rather than it being where people could drive up, get out of their car, come and we could mingle and share resources with them. Now it was, you know, it's a drive through, lower your car window three inches and how we could do this and still feel that sense of connection and give people that sense of love. And, you know, where people maybe not lost so much hope because things were really changing very quickly for people. Um, And I want to say that with
0: the curbside as as you did it with different agencies like United Way and the food bank who started doing the curbside pickup, it helped everyone else who didn't know what to do in the food industry or anything figure out, okay, that's how they're doing curbside. Let's pick up, you know, we did curbside here with the books. We said, how do we mimic this? What do we do? And then it's like, put the window down or pop the trunk, wear your mask, be protected. Did you ever worry about your own health in the interaction with so many people doing what you were doing?
1: No, I never worried about it because we were always wearing a mask, we were practicing the social distancing, we were holding each other accountable, washing our hands, we knew how to take off the gloves and if we were going to go from touching one thing to another, how to wash your hands, have the hand sanitizer. Exxon Mobil provides us with gallons of hand sanitizer, nice. so we were in good shape with that, keeping our hands clean, teaching all our volunteers the same thing, making sure that our volunteers we we started checking temperatures so if a volunteer came we would start we started checking the temperatures of everybody and just practicing all the proper procedures. It, we didn't lean into the cars to put items in. So if somebody couldn't pop their trunk and we couldn't put the stuff in their trunk, well, then they would pull up and we would set the stuff there for Aside them. Aside for them and right, they get Right, and it. then they would put it in their car. So all the proper safety protocol, putting it all into action. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can still smile with your eyes through a mask and right. you can show people how much you love them and you can genuinely... Serve together, and there's just such a feeling of hope that's elevated from that because we've had families that both parents were employed that have never come and gotten food before. And we noticed a 40-50% client difference in the people that we were serving through the normal mobile food fairs to the ones that we were serving at this time. So somebody could come up in a fancy car, but that didn't mean I mean the impact was totally different. Yes.
0: You know, we were saying, and I think we all agreed collectively as an nation as a world that this isn't just, you know, oh that's them. That's us, you know, with yes. weather, you know, hurricanes, oh that's that's us. Earthquakes. That's them, you know, but this is a worldwide situation. Yeah. And so many people found themselves in a life experience they never thought would happen, being furloughed or totally let go. Right. Now you're working from home and you have your children or not be able to find the supplies that you need and needing those resources that you felt. You know, I think there's an arrogance amongst a lot of us thinking we would never need I'm that. On. You know, I don't need that. But now you do. The need is different because you have to satisfy. You have to feed your family. Yes. So the increase was there. Did you ever feel at any point in time the helplessness of I'm not able or we're not able to provide? Because there was a moment where you could couldn't find sanitizer, you couldn't find eggs, you couldn't find paper towels. Did you ever feel during the whole entire time of serving that you're not going to be able to provide for the community. Not
1: at all. And and it, be, it was because I wasn't alone. And it, if I try to do things by myself, mm-hmm. absolutely. I would feel that way. Right. But when you bring a momentum of people working together and you ask and you ask and you ask, people come together and they want to serve. They want to make things happen. Right. So I might not, I might not have the eggs, but the lady knows where the eggs are <laughs> and she it. tells me where to get them. And uh, you know, it's, I know you've probably experienced the same thing. Oh, Somebody yeah. says there's a sighting of toilet paper. Bam! We all know where to go to yeah. get the toilet paper for that moment. You know, so the collective was amazing. How people absolutely. just kind of
0: certain things were set aside, and it's almost even here. And I say eggs because I needed eggs one day. <laughs> my coworker was like, "Hey, she called me on the phone. I'm at uh, Walmart in Mont Bellevue. What, what, what do you need?" It's before the limit happened. Like. Yeah. What can you get me? And then I came to work and she brought it to me and someone else needed eggs like, here, here's half of my... So it became, let's help each other out. This Absolutely. The sense community amplified in some type of way. Right. And that has been beautiful and amazing. So with all of that happening, what do you see going forward for United Way? Because now we're at, everything's opening up. People are now moving and shaking and trying to live a semi-normal life. What do you see for Baytown and United Way going forward?
1: So I, I do know that COVID has a long term effect. So it, it, things might be feeling like they're moving back and shaking, but our United Way agencies did everything they could to stay solid and to stay whole financially. They're so financially responsible, so doing everything they could without having to furlough too many employees so they received federal assistance and any kind of loan programs that they could get. The banks were helping. Everybody was helping, but, you know, everybody's had to figure out, and we've worked with a lot of different people working with them, trying to figure out how they're going to serve the you use that as an example and we were watching how you guys were serving because you guys set an example no exactly so we it's not like one had the idea it was like multiple people had great ideas and we were just kind of copying what we were seeing what other people were doing so Mm -hmm. and then sharing with the agency so having the weekly calls and all the nonprofits coming together and and sharing ideas now we do know that donations you know we rely completely on the donations to be able to, to turn around and then give 100 Percent of the donations go straight to the agencies that are funded partners that are vetted by teams of volunteers. Mm-hmm. And and during this time, and I my husband was furloughed. So you know, if he had made a donation, let's say to the United Way, and let's say he pledged ten, you know, one hundred twenty dollars for the year, and it's ten dollars per paycheck every month. Just using that as an example, he gets furloughed in March. Well, then that's only thirty dollars that Your funding goes. got cut. Right, the funding. So trying to. So our volunteers and and our board and staff are working feverishly just trying to make sure that we get every single penny in so that then in turn we can give 100% of the donations that go to the agency. So we'll be letting them know, you know, what their grant amounts will be here within the next several weeks. But they are all working very hard trying to figure out how they're going to be serving moving forward and then how we can do things collaboratively because we're not good by ourselves. We're good together. We're good if we do do things together and if we serve together. And that's where we get the most that's where we leverage the most and we get the most bang out of every dollar. And then we're really good stewards of the dollars. We're really good stewards of all the donors that re- really really believe in our agencies and really believe in the impact that we're going to make throughout the community. Absolutely. Um, It's us communicating with each other and sharing resources. So, and that's completely vital. You know, we're going to be doing a food fair. I'll use an example. So, Mayor Brandon Capetillo and County Commissioner Billy Combs decided we needed to serve the Chambers County part of Baytown. So, they wanted to come together. So, they asked us. And so, we are all coming together and we're doing a mobile food fair at Clark Elementary this coming Saturday. Nice. And if it wasn't for Dr. Price and Goose Creek opening up their facilities and having their staff, uh, that's another example of great collaboration. And they are they're bringing people to the table. We have over 100 volunteers that will show up at these events, and they represent 30 to 40 different organizations and and civic clubs and individuals, school districts, and they will show up and they will volunteer. So it's just an army of volunteers coming together to to serve. Have each other, something. yes. Have you noticed with people being
0: furloughed or laid off that they've come in to you know, people feel their hands are tied. You know, our yes. hands are tied, there's limit things you cannot do. So now, with the furlough, the laid off funding because people may be doing like you said each paycheck not sure where you may be financially to help those agencies come fall or come 2021 have you noticed an increase in volunteers saying well I can't give monetary but I can definitely give my time and effort have you noticed that at all? Oh
1: absolutely and I, I spoke to a young lady last Friday actually last Friday afternoon and she was a substitute teacher and is returning back to U of age and was was laid off and w- is needs food but she also wants to volunteer this Saturday and so she's going to come and uh, I you know I tell her I'm the the lady with the pearls I always <laughs> wear the pearls so if people are uncomfortable coming to volunteer mm-hmm. or uncomfortable to receive the food I tell them just look for the lady with the pearls I always make sure I wear my pearls so they show you who you so, are yeah right? so they just you know so just to make them feel at home and make them feel loved but and if they want to volunteer we welcome them to volunteer because they're there's there's something about being in a place where you feel like you're isolated and you're alone and you are you, you're battling the anxiety and the fear and everything that comes with it but when you get out of your own skin and you're serving others it takes your mind off of that and it makes you feel whole again and there's just something about serving then and then serving alongside other people right. and realizing everybody else's a lot of people are in the same place you are but just coming together with that in common and bringing hope to each other and bringing hope to others. Where
0: can we find, if someone wanted to volunteer, where can we find that information? Do we call you directly? Do we call United Way? Is there a website?
1: You absolutely can call me, but we do have, thank you for asking, that's a great (laughs) question. You're welcome. We have a, it's called Volunteer Connection. So it's like a, yeah, I've heard my boss refer to it as like a dating app. You know, you go (laughs) in and you register, right? And you put what you like doing and then it matches you with uh, an agency Mm -hmm. that will be, that has volunteer opportunities and it matches you up so all you do is go into the united way greater bay town area and chambers county website go under volunteers you can sign up as a volunteer and if you would like to participate or volunteer at one of the mobile food events nikki from hearts and hands has all of the food events that that she's already mapped out. they're already there and you can register as a volunteer then you're good to go how so you're doing one this saturday
0: which is june
1: 13th yes and do you have more planned out. It's all on the website planned out for June. Yes. Okay. And so we'll be the following weekend we'll be in Mont Bellevue. So we'll be at Hillside and during the week usually Faith Family will host one on Wednesdays. We've been a little bit limited because the volume of cars that come. Yeah. You know you're talking three seen four five hundred cars.
0: I've seen it wrapped around. I know one time I think it's a church on North Maine early on like March no April and it would just be lying down North Maine and oh. the, the construction going on mm-hmm. and they're just on I'm like look at all these cars cars and then another church you see just the cars mm-hmm. just lined up and like you said all makes and models yes you would never think it absolutely but it's beautiful to see that mm-hmm. no matter what we're able to provide the most basic things people need which is something to eat yes which is the most worrying thing forget everything else can you feed yourself because you know you need to stay healthy energized and if you don't have that you can bring on all other types of sickness in your life and who needs the stress of not be able to eat which we have a community of people our homeless that battle that every day. So now there may be a better understanding to what they may experience on a daily basis, where the next meal is going to come from. And I really commend what you and United Way have been doing and it's just beautiful to see. So you
1: have 40 agencies you deal with, you said? 28 28 agencies and up to 36 to 40 different programs. Mm -hmm. Um, And during this time the other thing is that as soon as COVID hit, we knew that there was going to be a sense of urgency in certain areas. And the United Way two one one is the helpline and so we started getting a dashboard of what the top needs in Baytown and Chambers County were. And food, like you just said, food, rent, and utilities oh, yeah. were were the top three. And consistently, I mean I just got the dashboard before I came here and it's still those are the top three needs. Utility rent um, food. Yes, Absolutely. utility rent and food. So, and so we're blessed to work with several agencies that do those pieces. And so, making sure that, for example, Love Network does rent assistance, but she receives a United Way grant. Well, she gets tapped out. You know, yeah. they, they run out of their funds. And Herner volunteers work very hard to meet a lot of the needs in the community, but they were tapped out. So, we put together a COVID fund. And so, this is additional funds aside from the regular yearly grant that an agency can apply for and this is for extenuating circumstances so in in the event of a crisis so in this case it was covid yeah big crisis yeah big time crisis so love network applied for a grant and and has since returned and applied for another grant and received it so they will have received an additional ten thousand dollars so that they can turn around then and uh, assist the families that otherwise weren't needing rental assistance but because of covid need the assistance bay area turning point works with families that are victims of domestic violence And so, in lot in some situations, there are barriers that prevent them from going through the normal channels to receive the basic needs assistance. And so, barrier turning point is able to to meet those needs. That's Uh, beautiful assistance with utilities, meals on wheels. You know, they expanded and they're serving sixty more each month for seniors that can't get away from their home or that are quarantined just because
0: the family can't go and see them. It's just it's really really. I love the fact that these agencies are available and. I think it was an influx of where do I find help? You you didn't look for it before. And I hope the need goes down. I just hope that summertime will pass and we'll find some type of normalcy and the need will go down. But the funding will go up because everyone who receives the type of help will now see what you've been doing for years with these agencies and then start to help in a different type of way. I really hope for that. I want to say it has been amazing talking to you. You have so much energy. (laughs) And you gave us so much great, insightful information. So United Way, Greater Baytown, and Chambers County. Go to the website. You can volunteer there. See all different opportunities for volunteering. And the agency that you fund are on the website as well. If
1: they aren't, they will be. They will so, be. So, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: some people love to know what. It's, sometimes it's hard to. You would love to have a one-stop shop. of I need help. Let me go to United Way if I can. And like, look through a Rolodex of item places to go. You so know, the, if one stop there,
1: shop, mm-hmm. the one-stop shop. The one-stop shop Honestly, is 211. Okay. You can call 211 or you can go to their website, and that is like a bank of resources because there are so many nonprofits that serve the Baytown area and Chambers County area outside of just the realm of our United Way agencies. But that doesn't say that we don't collaborate together and work together. Right. But any social service agency that's been part of our job at the United Way is making sure that they're listed in 211 so that if somebody needs help, they call 211 and a trained person will answer the phone and listen to their need. Thank you
0: so much for listening to Betana Engage. Be sure to subscribe to our show on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Stay tuned!